Hello and welcome to the podcast on lead acid batteries by Ramesh Natarajan. With industry experience of over 42 years, Ramesh helps battery and battery related industries with technical inputs and provides solutions to typical problems faced by manufacturers, service personnel as well as users of batteries and related equipments. Hope you find this podcast useful to your business. Do visit www.rameshnatrajan.in to stay connected. Hello and welcome to today's episode of my podcast on an interesting topic related to sealed maintenance-free batteries, popularly known as SMF batteries. As you all are surely aware, the three important components that take part in a reaction in the case of lead acid batteries are positive plates, negative plates and electrolyte that is sulfuric acid. In the case of normal vented type flooded electrolyte batteries, it is easily possible to have extra electrolyte in the battery cell. It is also possible to measure the specific gravity at different stages of charging and at the end of charging. In fact, Adjustment of specific gravities is also possible towards the end of charging. However, in the case of valve regulated maintenance free batteries, the electrolyte is restricted. These are starved electrolyte batteries. Measurement of specific gravity is possible at the time of filling acid and not thereafter. The electrolyte plays a crucial role in the case of lead acid batteries. You need to have the correct volume as well as the specified specific gravity in these cells, especially towards the end of charging and prior to the use of the battery. The specific gravity and volume have to be consistent in all the cells of the battery. So what does one do? The battery manufacturer oftentimes uses an acid filling machine. This machine ensures accurate volume filling. The specific gravity checks and the stirring of acid periodically to prevent acid stratification are also done or presumed to have been done as a routine part of good process control. This is of course done prior to filling acid into the batteries. Now we all know that as and when acid is filled in a battery, the temperature rises. The temperature rise has to be restricted since we do not want internal components to heat up and get damaged. A majority of battery manufacturers get around this problem by using chilled or cooled acid. Here again, the battery manufacturers are supposed to relate the specific gravity to the temperature of the acid used for filling. Let us presume that this is also done as a part of the manufacturing process. So far, so good. Now, let me come to the part which is difficult to control as well as monitor. This is the part wherein we do not know what is happening, especially when the manufacturer is using unformed plates to assemble a SMF battery or cell. 
the battery may have been assembled with care as regards uniformity of plate weights proper pitch of assembly uniform compression of separators correct bus bar thickness and width etc etc but if the plates have variation in the level of sulfation the acid specific gravity shall change after the filling different cells of the battery shall have different specific gravity inside prior to charging this can happen despite the filling volume and filling specific gravity being the same at the time of filling so you see this is very important variation in sulfation of the plates we concentrate on low temperature of filling acid correct volume of acid in each cell temperature corrected uniform specific gravity of acid filling of acid into the cells after stirring to ensure that there is no stratification etc etc but these have no meaning if the specific gravity of acid in different cells are varying prior to the start of initial charge surely the individual cells shall have varied specific gravity at the end of charging if the plates inside are having varying levels of sulfation at the start of charging now varied specific gravity at the end of charging means variation in cell voltage and internal resistance of the cells this inconsistency needs to be avoided since it is undesirable how can this be done process control in mixing and curing departments as well as procurement of uniform quality of the oxide used is one way this is easier said than done the other way to get over this problem is the formation of plates prior to assembly i would personally recommend that the negative plates be also dry charged after formation let it be not formed and dried in the open like the positive plates let me explain what happens when we form and dry charge the negative plates when we form the plates the lead sulfate active materials from the positive plates get converted to pbo2 the lead sulfate active material from the negative plates get converted to sponge lead pb this is a redox reaction the oxidation of the positive plates and the reduction of the negative plates take place simultaneously once formed we have the plates the positives as pbo2 and the negatives as pb pbo2 is stable in atmospheric conditions and can be washed with water and dried the negative plates which are removed from formation and kept out get heated up when left exposed in the atmosphere this exothermic reaction is due to the oxidation of sponge lead which takes place in the presence of moisture it is necessary to prevent this oxidation because the sponge lead negative plates so oxidized are discharged in this process now the question is how to prevent this oxidation of charged negative plates we have to do a process known as dry charging it is actually a process of drying the formed negative plates after formation charging in an atmosphere devoid of oxygen there are various methods to do this process the kerosene method pant press method vacuum chamber method 
inert gas method etc etc the purpose of dry charging is basically to prevent oxidation and thereby the discharge of the formation process completed charge negative plate i shall explain in detail the process of dry charging in another podcast episode you can tune into that episode to understand the process of dry charging the reactions that take place during dry charging and the finer nuances of the process coming back to the maintenance free batteries i would strongly recommend the usage of form positive plates and dry charge negative plates for battery assembly i am sure that this will eliminate the variations in cell or battery performance and ensure a consistent quality product in fact the battery manufacturers who form the plates and do not do dry charging of the negatives after formation can also improve battery performance and also reduce the charging time of the assembled battery if they opt for the dry charging process i do hope that this episode of my podcast was useful and look forward to your comments and suggestions thank you for tuning in please do visit www.rameshnatrajan.in keep yourself updated about our new releases by hitting the subscribe button